Well, this is the 99th episode of Downtime Podcast. You're here with Jeremy and Elisa. Jeremy, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm doing I'm doing all right right now. There's actually there's quite looking at the list. A lot of things happened this week in the video game world. Yeah, there's quite a bit of things um that I want to talk about and maybe get your opinion on. Some things from last week, but mostly from this week. Yeah. And for one, PlayStation 5 announced what they're um announced what's going to be on PlayStation 5. So yeah. And that and that was a bit surprising that they even revealed revealed stuff so early. The biggest one for me was GTA 6. Yes, I know. Can you um, and can you imagine like the possibility that like it took 6 years for or it took five and a half, six years for Rockstar to come out with anything for their franchises of Red Dead and GTA and then just like well just like that within two years you're gonna get GTA and you're gonna get Red Dead it's crazy which is insane you know Rockstar is definitely a company that works their employees to the bone and they want to push out good quality products and they always do consistently so I mean I, I, I knew that GTA's... Well, they were probably working on GTA at the same time as Red Dead 2, though. Yeah, no, I mean, like, even before that, I think they've been working on GTA 6 for a long time because GTA 5 came out in 2013. And so, yeah. I mean, that game has lasted so long. People still play it to this day because of all the online content. Like, the online content paid for itself with all the kids buying their shark cards, and the shark cards gave you in- in-game money. And so these kids would just like feel the the economy of the of the the online portion of the game, and they didn't need to make a single player aspect to it because they're like, "What's the point in doing that when you can just you know make so much money off of the multiplayer part?" Which was a a great way to do it. And I hope that whatever, whenever or whatever GTA Six is, and whenever it comes out, it'll live up to that. Because how long has it been? Six years since GTA Five came out. So six wow. years. It's a long time for, you know, spaces between GTA games. But, you know, of course, Red Dead took priority. Yeah. I wonder how many protagonists are going to be in this one. Yeah, I wonder that too. If it's going to take on the format of multiple main characters when they had three people. Or if they're going to go back to one or if they're going to add more people. Or Hmm. who knows? Add or subtraction. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I feel I'd like... love to see a new city of aside from New York or Los Angeles. That's for sure. They kind of hinted it would be Miami again, but I don't want to go back to Vice City. I kind of want to go to somewhere new because I just want to see different, maybe country or a different state. But then they always go back to things that people will play because they know, like, oh, it's here again. I want to play that in HD. I definitely wouldn't mind Vice City especially since Vice City has been out a while ago and I think if you do Vice City and say Cuba for example that ha- that has a lot of promise right or or you do Vice City and just like a- another Florida city yeah I'm down I'm and down then you can that. have the real Florida man 
<laughs> which is what we've been waiting for this entire time for Grand Theft Auto. Clearly, the ultimate Florida man. It's the only reason why we play GTA. Exactly. Trevor would be a Florida man, I think. <laughs> yeah, I, um, could, I could see that. Yeah, he'd definitely be a Florida man. Michael would be more of like a Florida man on like the racist side, but like I can imagine Michael being a Florida man who is the one calling the cops on people, and then people record them calling the cops, and then they're made into the meme themselves. Right. That type of guy. Aside from just the random stuff announced from PlayStation, um, I'm kind of surprised that backwards compatibility is real. Yeah. um, It's going to be a thing. I think because the PS4 did so well this last generation, they're like, we're just going to keep supporting it. But I do think that this first iteration model is going to support it. And then after that, they're just going to not support it for whatever reason, which makes sense because... They did that with the PS3. It's like, oh, this first model will support PS2 games. Everyone was like, this is awesome. And then later iterations of the PS3 came out, and they're like, okay, this one doesn't play PS2 games. And everyone's like, okay. They're like, yeah, just just deal with it. And everyone's like, okay. And so people dealt with it. PS4 comes out, no backwards compatibility. Everyone's like, what the hell? Even I was like, wow, what the hell, dude? It's an excellent marketing strategy, though. Because, and I'm telling, like, as my experience being a PlayStation owner, I usually take about two to three years to get the next console because I'm waiting for the game that I want to play on PlayStation. And, you know, there's no point in me playing that next console because I'm still going to be playing games of the previous generation. And now they're telling you, hey, well, you can just play your old games right now. So, like, to the mind, I can I can understand how that gives more motivation for a player to just get the PlayStation right at launch because then you you know for a fact you can play your old games. And let's be real, most likely there's going to be a PlayStation VR that's, like, linked or, you know, paired up with the PlayStation on launch as well. So it it's kind of, it uh, there's more incentive for sure which which Sony has to go for. I just wonder what the price is going to be. But I think they said that see they made some vague line that the price is going to be good, but we don't know what that means. The um, current the current like um the current PlayStation when it was being bundled with Spider-Man was 299. And what was the original price of PlayStation when it launched? PS4, I mean. Was uh, it, it three ninety nine? Three ninety nine. Okay. So yeah. it's three nine so it's three ninety nine and then you got this new console with whatever eight K bullshit that it says it has or ray tracing, which whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so I but real quick, going back to your first comment, uh PSVR, the current headset will be compatible with the PS five. So there is already a, a headset coming out for it. Oh, I'm sorry. There is a headset that is re- that's already compatible, but they said that there's a future one coming out for it. Um, uh, some really quick specs to uh, hone in on your third or fourth comment. 
So it'll have an eight core AMD CPU. Okay. I mean, I think the PS4 also has AMD comp- components inside of it. Um, it won't come out this year. So it, maybe 2020, maybe 2021. We don't know yet, but they will definitely release a model at E3 this year, or at least something leading up to E3. Um, cause Sony won't be there. Um, and there's going to be an internal storage that is an SSD based solid state drive. So that means it'll potentially make games 19 times faster, which is insane. Yes. So I we'll, know we'll that's see. Pretty imp- that's yeah. pretty impressive. Like exactly what kind of SSD that will be. We'll, we will have to find out because this is one that doesn't exist for consumer markets yet. Like regular SSDs, like the one I'm running in my computer at home is pretty fast. I'd say, um, and I like it a lot, and it does load everything quickly. But for this one to load things faster than that, like, holy crap. So it it seems like Sony is developing an internal SSD or working with an outside party to make this happen. And again, we'll just see what happens when it comes out. It will have a disk drive, which is awesome. Uh, everyone thought that, you know, with the release of the Xbox One all-digital console, that, you know, every future console won't have a disk drive. Including oh, no. PlayStation, for sure, for a PS5 was going to have a disk Again, drive. Again, Japanese market, physical media, enough yeah. said. <laughs> um, and so, though, the whole ray tracing thing, I actually didn't know what that was until I looked it up. And it's so... I had to fucking Wikipedia that Honestly, shit. like, what it and is... And I still don't understand what it means. This is... Okay, this is what it is. And it's... I think it's cool but i don't think it's necessary like it's a really cool detail but at its base level ray tracing is basically like the reflection in the puddle or a reflection of a building um in the game in real time so someone was comparing battlefield 5's ray tracing and if you look at a puddle you can see the reflection of the the building across from it or the basically the reflection of whatever's in the puddle was being shown in the puddle in real time in the game and i was like okay if this is ray tracing then i really don't need it right now like it looks pretty, and I'm sure that in the future, when systems and everything will make it make ray tracing a, a normalized thing, it'll look cool and it'll be so so normal that no one will recognize it or notice it. But right now, I'm like, I don't need 8K, I don't need 4K, I don't even need ray tracing. Like, just let me play the game well. I think the biggest thing uh, with the whole ray tracing, um, like graphics card, is if you don't even have like an 8K TV, then this doesn't really matter at all. Here's the other thing, too. It says it will support 8K displays, but it doesn't necessarily output 8K graphics. So it'll probably be native 4K, but it'll support 8K displays. Mm-hmm. So it won't output any 8K video. It'll only support the, the, dis- the display ratio, which is kind yeah. of interesting because it's like upscaling, yeah. but... It's still a lower resolution. I don't know. Um, so, oh, congrats! I mean, yeah, More shadows. Exactly, and I don't even have a 4K TV, so I don't I, have a 4K TV, and I, my TV's perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I I, so, I play games on it, and that's it. Yeah. Well. Yeah, ray tracing. It's one of those. Ray tracing is a humble brag, I think. It's like owning an 8K TV. It's like, oh, I have yeah. it. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, what do you watch on it? Like, oh, YouTube videos? I'm like, okay, what YouTube yeah. videos? <laughs> I know. It's like, what do you watch on it? The Office? The fuck are you? 
Do Office isn't even 8K. Well, 4K. It's not even 4K. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I understand that it exists and it's really cool. But It's a flex. Let's... <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, it's a money flex. Like, okay, I can produce... I can show 8K graphics on my TV. Like, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, yo, 1080p is totally fine with me right now. Yeah. If I want to I mean, see 8K or 4K, I'll go to the movie. Do you theater. want to flex, though, listeners? That's the real question you have to ask yourself before you buy the PlayStation 5. Are you going to get it on day one, Elisa? Um, so w- with what I said earlier, it is actually more tempting to buy it on day one if it's backwards compatible. But I, w- I want to see what the price in the bundle is. Because if the price in the bundle is very reasonable... Like it's like three ninety nine, and the bundle is like legit and backwards compatible, and I could just play my or save my new games on the solid state. Then it's like, huh, that is actually you know that's not bad. Um, at the same time, I'm a person who's very practical, and if I don't have a game on launch, then I then I'm just not I don't particularly care to get it. But the flex to play PlayStation 4 on it is, like, like it's, it's you know, it's not, it's not necessary. It's not a necessary thing at all. It's more just like a, oh, that's kind of convenient. Yeah, no, I feel it. And that's kind of my sense, too, is, like, yeah. there, ha- there has to be something really enticing for me to get it on day one like i am really debating hard about it Um, if you if i got it for 3.99 or even for 450 if you got it for 450 and it came with a game with whatever game it comes with and it comes with the playstation vr i actually think that's worth it yeah at that point i would probably get it i would get it yeah totally i would get it too yeah i mean I still have a generation one PS4 and I love it. I'm never going to trade it in. Oh yeah. I'm keeping mine forever. I mine it technically mines a generation one too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's still a really good console. I mean, I'm, I'm talking like it's already over, but <laughs> I mean, I it's, there's still games coming out for it. Judgment's coming out this summer, you know, maybe potentially yeah. a new Yakuza games coming out. Oh Yeah. I I think PlayStation's going to be 2021, though. I don't think it's 2020, in my opinion. I don't think it's going to be 2020 either. I Yeah. I think think they're going to live it out until 2021. Yeah, I think it's 2021, but it will be early 2021. After the holiday season? Yeah. or No, I want to say, like, March is my guess. Ah. Because... It's a, it's weird because it's like if you have it during the holiday season, then you might as well just have the new PlayStation during the holiday season. Usually but you have. Yeah. But you have to. But um, if you don't have it during the holiday season, you have to kind of put it a few months. In a way before you piss people off. Yeah, because they already spent all their money somewhere. else. Exactly. That's why I predict March, obscure month, but it is a little bit later after Christmas. No, that makes sense. And speaking of judgment, uh, they came out with a new model and new voice for the um, Pierre Taki, who was replaced as one of the characters. 
Yeah. Uh, honestly, it really doesn't look like him. And I could see that they kind of just like morphed the face a little bit to change it so it doesn't look look like him. Or maybe they just scanned a whole other actor. Um, I really miss the old one, though. I, th- I think the old one looks like more like a Yakuza boss. Yeah, I was I was gonna say the same thing. I think the I think the new actor, or sorry, the new character model, it looks perfectly fine, but the older character model, for one, kind of looks older, looks more like a mob boss, and it's it's something. So this is gonna, <laughs> okay, this is gonna sound kind of weird. So old. Hamura looks like the boss and new Hamura looks like a lackey. Oh yeah, no. Old new Hamura looks more like uh NPC, like a regular random background NPC. Yeah. So that's those are my thoughts. I'm it's going to be perfectly fine. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it'll be totally fine, but I'm just like I don't know. I, I just miss... I just hope that... I don't know what to say. You know, I, I I feel like they just should have kept that model. But for, you know, publicity reasons, they had to remove it, which makes sense. So now I'm even more confused because they, like, spent... They wasted no time replacing him at all. So does that mean that the game that comes out for Global in August is going to be already replaced? I don't yeah. know if I don't know if CD discs have already been printed out, or you know, like created. But uh, they're probably gonna initial, have a day one. My patch. initial wait, what'd you say? They're probably gonna have a day one patch. You see that that was initially what I thought. I thought there was just gonna be a patch, and then you know, you just got to be sly to avoid it. But the fact that they're already releasing all this stuff is confusing me as if like they're getting ready to just outright replace it in time for the global release. That's also a definite possibility. Yeah, it's pretty true. <laughs> Not surprised. Yeah, and that's just how it is, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just Someone, it's still kind of sad that this happened like on both parties for both Sony, well, technically uh, Ryuga Gotoku Studio, but also the actor Pierre Taki. Um, but again, I think this is for the better. We still will have the same exact experience. You're just missing, you know, uh, what was supposed to be an important piece from an important actor. But now, I guess yeah. whoever this new guy is, I guess they're just like, okay, we're just going to, this guy's going to do everything that that old guy did. So it's fine. And mm-hmm. and for the most part, if you're if you bought Judgment or if you're planning to buy Judgment and you don't know any any about any of this, you're not going to even notice a difference. And most of the people that buy Judgment are probably fans of the Yakuza series, and they don't really pay attention to the news. Like not everyone reads news or Japanese news or international news. So yeah. for the, for the the general audience, they really don't care about that. They're like, oh, just one one dude to the next dude. It's all good. I just. Sega should probably lay low or lay off of doing character models that are directly related to the actor <laughs> next time. And no, then... that's like one of their staples. So I know. Uh, yeah, you can't really stop doing that, which makes sense. Or or be more careful. I don't know, like more creative with it, too. Uh, yeah. Oh well. Um. 
going back to P- console releases, uh, Sony, not Sony, Microsoft uh, announced the Xbox One All Digital Edition, which is basically mm-hmm. an Xbox One without the disk drive. Yep. And I think it was one of those things where I f- it was like said a few weeks ago or maybe two months ago because I remember we were talking about it, but now it's like official, officially announced. Yep. And honestly, like, it's just, there's just, there's just no disk drive. You just can't play physical games. That's it. Yeah. Oh, this is why we talked about it. Because you were contemplating getting it for Halo, but Halo is going to come out on Steam anyways. So it doesn't matter. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Now I'm just like, all right, I don't have to spend money, like 200 bucks on an Xbox anymore. I'm just going to buy it on Steam. And honestly, I prefer Halo on Steam. So, hey, I mean, it worked out. Hey. This is probably preparing um, is preparing people, though, for whatever the announcement will be for the upcoming next-gen Xbox, I think. The next Already box. Moving, the next box. Already moving in the direction it wants to. And then I think with digital... or Okay, sorry. This is a... This is a random question, but... Sure. Do you think that a parent is more likely to get their kid a console that is digital or get their kid a console that is physical? Because I think digital, right? Because parents don't have to worry about, you know, getting a physical copy of the game and then you can just download everything. You know, it really depends on the parent and I guess the, the mindset that they have and maybe the generation that they're from. Because as we get older and we become parents, we're going to be like, all right, digital's easier. We already know how this works because we've been playing games for a long time. But if you look at the older older generation who's having kids, they're kind of like, you know, from the 80s, maybe from the 70s that are having kids now. And yes, they've played some video games, but maybe to them, physical media is still better than digital media. Which totally makes sense to them. It's like, oh, I want my kid to play a disc. Even though the game downloads on the system, which maybe they do or don't realize. Mm-hmm. Uh, and But you still need the disc to play it. Um, yeah. But maybe to them, like, physically holding and buying a disc for their kid seems a little better than, like, showing them on the screen. Like, oh, hey, I bought you this game. But maybe and some kids true. prefer that. Maybe some kids prefer physically opening a disc and, like, looking at the box. And it really depends on the per- person and the people involved. But... I can see where you're saying, Elisa, where it's easier for the parents to be like, oh, hey, I filled this Xbox with video games for you. They're all downloaded. Just click on it and play. Whereas some yeah. kids might be like, I want to take the disc out or I want to, you know, change discs or whatever, you know, like it really depends. It really, really mm-hmm. depends. Yeah, it's, it's pretty true, especially um, especially because um, video game culture is becoming more prevalent. A lot of parents are trying to preserve the retro gaming console and the disc drive is going to be a retro thing in the near future yeah totally yeah but definitely agree with your points yeah and as an adult now uh maybe i'm speaking for speaking for you as well lisa but for us it's just like we we could go either way yeah you know, like if someone gave me a physical version of a game, I'll be like, oh, great. Like, this is cool. Or if they send it to me digitally, well, like, which usually my brother does every birthday, he just sends me a game on Steam. I'm like, okay, like I wasn't planning to buy this game physically anyways, or maybe there's yeah. no physical release. 
of it. So I'm just like, okay, you know, this is fine. Like, for example, my brother got me a hat in time, which I mentioned before. And I was either going to buy it digitally on PS4, physically on PS4. I think there's a physical version. I'm not sure. Or um, just get it on Steam. And then my brother just got it on Steam. I'm like, all right, my choice is made. When you have your own space and there's a lot of room, you're more willing to um, shell out a little bit to have physical. But if you're in a more compact space, then in a lot of ways, digital is the most ideal. Yeah, no, I I totally believe it. Um, yeah, I just feel like as an adult, maybe if you don't want to have too much space, or if you want to like clear your space, then you'll go all digital. Um, for me, like I'm looking at my room now. Like, of course, for GameCube games, you can only buy physical versions, and so I've did- dedicated a whole section of my shelf to just GameCube games. Mm-hmm. And that's how it is. We we talk about this all the times because of the new console coming out, but it's just, and we went from kind of direct competitors to now the three major console companies are going in three completely different directions to cater three different types of people. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know where we'll be at in the gaming sphere when you and I become parents, Elisa, or at least when we get older. Uh, and become like our parents age or maybe a little bit younger yeah. uh, who knows you know yeah. what game will be like then I know or if we'll still have all the games that we have now um, speaking of retro uh, Sega announced the Sega Genesis mini oh nice yeah and there's an astounding 40 games on it and they've already they've already released 20 and there's 20 more to go and they're releasing them in like batches of 10 so there's two oh, more batches. Awesome. yeah there's two more batches to come so some some classics like um altered beast sonic the hedgehog one sonic the hedgehog two are on there contras on there um yeah it's it's really cool to see that there's a bunch of games on this little tiny system. And this is actually one that I actually, that I might buy. I seriously might Ooh. get this one. It's 80 bucks though. I'm not, I'm not ready to shell out 80 bucks when the other two were like 50 or 40 bucks. Yeah. The Nintendo all ones. The, all the retro consoles are about that price though. Yeah. So at least it's consistent. Yeah, no, totally. Um, And the reason why I'd buy this one over the other two is this one, I feel like has a stronger memory for me. As a kid growing up playing Genesis games, I didn't have as many Genesis games as I did uh, NES games, but mm-hmm. most of the NES games I grew up playing are not on the NES Classic, and I'm like, well, what's the point? Mm-hmm. And, and the SNES Classic, I never grew up playing that at all, so I'm like, why would I get this if I don't have a connection to it? Because for these sure. systems are based on nostalgia, so if you feel nostalgic about it, then okay, cool. Of course, they're meant for new audiences, but for me, I'm just like, all right, I'm past this generation, like... I need to like I need to get something that I am familiar with or something that I that I want to uh, familiarize myself with. I just feel like the SNES didn't do it for me, and the NES. I'm just like, eh, it'll always be there. Like I have an actual version of it. Why is well? Why would I relish the memories of playing an old playing the new one when I can just play the old one? But again, I can't oh, do yeah, it. Oh yeah, totally. The new one I can't do it because my TV just doesn't accept the cables. But that's another story. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I am interested. Yeah, I said in, go for it. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm interested in it. Um, 
If they ever make an N64 classic, I'll probably pick that up because I like that console a lot too. Oh, that's and, coming in the future. Like, people are just now waiting for it. It's going to sure. happen. There's for no sure. way it's not going to happen. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, that there, people are clamoring for that. And then, of course, after that will be the GameCube one. And I'm like, okay, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get the GameCube hey. one. For sure getting the GameCube one when that's announced. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, Sega announced that. Uh, Sega Genesis mini console that's coming out, I believe, September of this year. Yeah, I think so. So that's pretty cool. On the topic of retro, there's going to be a new remake coming out. 13? Yep. Oh, nice. And then I'm kind of surprised. I'm just surprised that people remember that game. <laughs> it's enough to make a remake for it. Yeah. Yeah. It was one. It was one of those things where I saw it and I was like, oh, cool. Wow! Yeah, this game, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the David Duchovny? I think was a voice in the game. Yeah, yeah. the X Files guy. <laughs> yes. Okay, and uh, it's good that you brought that up. And actually, Lisa, I wasn't gonna do it prior to this podcast because we kind of talked about it. But I actually kind of want to do Cube Corner now. And there's Are a you reason. Are gonna do it on? <laughs> yeah, I want to do it on thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do it on thirteen. And this is so. This is gonna be a weird Cube Corner for two ways. Uh, the first one it might come as a real big shocker. I never played the single player part of 13, but I am really familiar with the game itself. Uh, oh. Because now this is kind of going out of bounds of what Cube Corner is about, but I do want to talk about it because I do own it on GameCube and I will play the single player story. But um, I'm familiar with Cube Corner. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm familiar with 13. I'm tired. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I said Cube Corner. <laughs> I'm familiar with 13 because my cousin had an had a modded Xbox. And I mentioned this before. He had like modded Halo maps and stuff. This is not Cube Corner. It's not. Just... It's not. But okay. But this is... I can't talk about it unless I played it. And I, I need to play it first. But I do want to talk about 13 because there's two reasons why. And... One is because I own it on GameCube and I'm going to play the single player. Two, uh, my cousin's Xbox had the multiplayer aspect of it and we just played the shit All out right. of that. And when I bought it on GameCube, I was like, hey, Jordan, my brother. I was like, hey, come out and we're going to we'll go play multiplayer. So we played like two hours of like 13 multiplayer in GameCube. And there's so we, we didn't play. We never we've never played on any other map. What we do, what we do is, we played like the USS whatever. The, the there's like a, a battleship level where you're fighting on this like air, aircraft carrier, but you never really go on top of the aircraft carrier. You're always inside of it, and so each base, there's a section where you you spawn. There's armor, there's helmets, and there's guns around you. Of course, like when you start in almost any multiplayer map, um, but there's a tiny tiny vent on the second floor of the spawn area, and you can hide in there, and there's a little corner in the back where you could just sit there because it's kind of like Z-shaped. Um, you could sit in the back and then just wait for the for the, the the enemy team to come get you, and then we would just sit there for like I don't know like two minutes until the enemy team would come and they would they would crawl into the vent and they had all their guns and we would shoot them like do headshots and stuff oh, while they crawled in the vent because it took a while for them to stop and turn around and aim at us, but sometimes. The NPCs will have the rocket launcher in the vent, and when they would shoot it, they would kill all of us at once. And so <laughs> we would—it was kind of like a God. cat and mouse game where we would just like sit in the vent and wait, and then kill them, and then wait some more, and then they would come and kill them. And then when we run out of ammo, we would all go out and uh, uh, collect ammo and then run back quickly back inside the the hole. Yes. Um, 
So my, my brother and I did that for at least like two hours, just like reliving those memories. And it's still pretty fun. Again, I, <laughs> I'm i not too familiar with the single player, m- not really with the, the, the multiplayer as a whole. Just one specific level, how many bots you could set, what difficulty the bots you could set, where the ammo caches are on the warship level level and uh that's it <laughs> like that, that's all of my 13 that's knowledge. all good yeah i don't remember it too well because i watched my cousin play it as well actually perfect i just i i do remember it being a good game or at least an entertaining game because this is this isn't the type of game that i would normally play so that's why i don't remember too many of the details i'm just it's for me i'm just more shocked that we're actually getting a remake of it yeah for sure uh i'm excited if it doesn't have vents yeah. or multiplayer i'm not gonna buy it not too many details yet as far uh, as far as i'm concerned yeah um so i need to play it on single player first on the gamecube and then i will uh get it on are you get you're probably getting it on switch right maybe but Probably p- it's coming on PC, I think. Well, it's technically coming on everything. I'm actually probably gonna get it on PS4 because I already I have four controllers, like like full controllers for the PS4. And if I'm gonna play a shooter, I kind of want to hold a shooter controller. I, I know you didn't play single player, but are you aware of what the plot is? Not too familiar, but if you want to go on and tell me, I'm down to listen. Like, he's accused of, like, assassinating, like, either, like, the Secretary of State or the President. I think it's the President. It's the President. Okay, there you go. Yeah, because the the trailer hints that it's the President. Yeah, and then it's, like, it's kind of like a memento. You know the movie Memento? Yeah. The one by Christopher Nolan? It's, It's, like, a story very similar to that narrative where... You have the only clue of your life that you have is this like tattoo that says the number 13 on it in Roman numerals. Right. And you're just trying to figure out your life from there. That makes sense. Yeah. So I like I said I don't remember too much of it just because I was not the person physically playing it, but I do enjoy I did enjoy watching that game for uh PlayStation 2 for me. Yeah, no, cool, cool. Yeah. So the story so this is, is, is just you trying to figure out who did it? Yeah. Figure out everything that happened. Cool. Uh, I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm probably going to yeah. play it. Yeah, it, it's going to be an interesting remake for sure. I wonder if David Duchovny will come back. That's my one question. I, I, <laughs> I mean, what's he doing? It's the only... It's one of the reasons why I remember that... Like, I remember... 13 so well it's just because he's like the actor for it <laughs> you and i remember it for very different reasons <laughs> yeah which is great yeah so i mean we'll see what happens yeah i mean he's not doing anything right so they can get him i don't think so <laughs> he's probably not expensive either not not anymore at least yeah exactly like at peak x files he's probably like super expensive all right this has been your episode of xbox modded ps2 corner (laughs) yep thanks for listening to that part yep um okay so star wars celebration happened in chicago a a lot of things announced yeah and then on top of the movies they announced jedi fallen order which is from respawn yes which they described as a single player only no multiplayer no microtransactions which i thought was interesting you know because ea doesn't really play by those rules but 
Respawn was like, yeah, EA never touched this. It was all us internally. I was like, great. This is awesome. Yeah. Yes, I remember there because there was that worry that this was this was like a completely canceled. No, sorry. Star Wars had canceled a game, and then there was a worry that like this was gonna be next in cancellation, and it wasn't. So yeah, which is great because yes, I. It's about time that they've made a single player Star Wars game under their license, and yeah, I think I. Think I it- gonna be really exciting i heard this is ea's last chance so if they don't make it then i mean if they don't sell well with this game then they lose the license but i know they signed a 10-year deal and we're like what like six years five years into it five years i think yeah Man, the thing, though, is that if this does do well, then EA just reaps the benefits because technically, like, respawn... Because then EA is the distributor, the publisher for it. So, it's yeah. like they're going to re- they're gonna reap all the benefits if this game does well. Ugh, like, I, I get it. I get it, but I really want Disney to license the Star Wars property to like every developer because i feel like there's a lot of potential instead of keeping it all in one place yeah like i'd like to see what double fine would do with the license that'd be interesting oh that would be really interesting or like campo santo or whoever mm-hmm. and i don't even i don't know if disney's gonna go in that in the direction of like smaller indie studios anymore because they're Disney, of course. Yep, gotta make them. Gotta make their Fox money back. <laughs> Truer words have been said. Mm. Yeah, so that's cool. Excited for that. Yeah, um, it actually does look. It does seem promising. Yeah, no gameplay footage was released. Uh, so I'm, I'm just like, okay, show, tell me, tell me when it comes out, and I'll watch it. Yep. Come back to me when it's done. <laughs> yep, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um also the Smash Brothers Joker from Persona 5 announcement came out along with Smash Bros 3.0, which is basically like a video editor, level editor, um like a bunch of me skins, me fighter skins, uh which looks cool. Joker from Persona 5 is available now. You can go get them on uh the whatever like the Nintendo store. You can also buy the fighter pass, which is like 24 bucks, I think. And you can get him and and the four other fighters that are yet to be announced. So that's exciting. I think it's really cool that they included him, but, but also a bunch of music tracks from persona games. I know, which is like some of the best soundtracks in video game history. Yeah. I was actually my first time hearing those songs when I watched the trailer, because I've never played a persona game before. And I was like, wow, that's, this is pretty jazzy and upbeat, and I think it really fits the Smash theme well. And yes, Joker as a character looks really cool. Oh yeah, no matter what, Joker is super badass. He and I've said this plenty of times when Persona Five came out. What's really cool about the Joker's character in Persona Five is that he's a protagonist who actually speaks throughout the game versus being a passive protagonist. So it just like makes his character so much better. And so much more elusive and um, defined. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So 
that's out now. I I think I finished downloading it. I have to go check my Switch. I turned I downloaded it yesterday, but I haven't checked since. Um Yeah. So that was like the like a really small but concise Nintendo what is it called? Nintendo Direct that happened. Yes. Which is awesome. Yes. As always. Yeah. Uh, okay. Any more news, Lisa, before we move on? Just a, just a really quick news, but I think that um, Xbox Game Pass is having a deal right now, and it's having a deal with Amazon where you can get three months for a dollar, and I'm... and or like get it for a very um, discounted price. And I don't know the details regarding that because if it's through Amazon, then maybe you have to buy something. But um, I'm sure that it's a good price still because it's because a lot of articles are saying that it's like a 97% discount. Wow. Yeah, and that was directly from GameSpot. So I I don't know exactly what the discount like because it you know when things are advertised as something for a dollar usually there's a catch to it I don't know what the catch is but if articles are still saying that this is a good deal it's probably a good deal Monster Hunter and The Walking Dead A New Frontier are on Game Pass Oh cool Yes and Prey, Prey. as games as games for April. 2019. P-R-E-Y, not P-R-A-Y. Mm-mm. Unless you are celebrating Easter this Sunday, then you are P-R-A-Y-ing. <laughs> I'm going to be hiding eggs. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> yeah, for like my like little cousins and stuff. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, every Easter we do it, which is pretty fun. Nice. I'm going to sleep in. <laughs> You know what? I would actually rather do that. Yeah. <laughs> but that is cute, though, for little cousins. That's adorable. Yeah. You know, give them memories. Things to yes. to remember. Exactly. Last year, I had, like, the gold egg. So every year, we have a golden egg. There's a silver egg and a gold egg. Uh, the silver egg has 10 bucks, and the golden egg has 20 bucks. Ooh, I knew it. I knew it was money-related. Yeah, but kids don't care about money. They just want chocolate. And if they get money, they're like, I don't know what to do with this. And the parents are like, we know what to do with it. I'm like, well, you're either going to pocket it or you're going to buy them a bunch of candy. Probably going to pocket it. Or like, we're going to put in your college fund or whatever. Which I get, you know, the kids don't really value money when they're really young. But I'm like, you could buy so much candy with that. You know, just go load up at the Dollar Tree and be like, okay, here's $20 worth of candy. (laughs) (laughs) You know? You don't know the discounts you're missing. I know. Now, before we end this podcast, I'm going to ask you, Jeremy, do you like peeps? I'm. Are in, you indifferent? Do you I'm like indifferent. it? Do you hate it? I'm indifferent. If it's in front of me, like someone gave it to me, I'd eat it. I'd be like, yeah, I'm down with eating a peep. But if I saw it at the store, even if it was on sale, I probably wouldn't buy it. I don't hate them. I'll eat them. For sure. Are you a peep girl? I think I lean more towards I dislike it. There's something... And there's something... So, I'm a sprinkles girl. I absolutely love sprinkles on shit for my dessert. Like cupcakes, cookies. If something has rainbow sprinkles of any kind, I will usually get that. 
but there's something about sprinkles on a marshmallow that freak me out. So, or right, like, I just right. don't like, I don't know what, I don't know what it is about the texture or like whatever, but it's just like, dip, it it doesn't have the same effect for me. So I, I kind of lean more on the dislike. I think I just prefer my marshmallows with absolutely nothing like attached to it. Yeah. I, I mean, if I were to eat a marshmallow or a peep, I'd rather just eat a marshmallow. Yes. You know, it's like same here. It's like when people drink like LaCroix or like any of those like fruity oh, yeah. waters. Like if I'm gonna drink that, I'd rather just drink Jeremy, water. Jeremy, don't get me fucking started because <laughs> I will go off for two hours I, <laughs> talking I, about sparkling water. I know so many damn people who drink that every day and I'm like, uh, you guys just drink regular water. They're like, But we want carbonated fizzy drinks. I'm like, then then just cut it out and just drink water. Like I how oh, I don't understand it. I really don't understand it. So I so I I do get if okay I get that if you used to be addicted to say Coke, and I mean the soda, not the thing you snort. <laughs> I mean Coke used to be made with cocaine. It's true though. All right, if you were addicted <laughs> to the drug before, um, <laughs> and you needed something carbonated, like I understand sometimes addiction is a slow grind. You know, sometimes you snort things and sometimes you want carbonated stuff. So if you are trying to switch out of carbonated things that have a a lot of sugar, then I understand if you are like you're trying to do like seltzer water or trying to do sparkling water that's flavored. But there what irks me is the is a. Kind of like a replacement of regular water and sparkling water. That makes no sense to me. Yeah. Like, if you're getting out of an addiction to soda, why would you keep drinking something that's in between when you could be healthier and just drink straight up water that's not flavored? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know a lot about how consumer drinks work or whatever, but... I just know that there has to be a little bit of sugar. You know, it's the, even though it says no sugar, I mean, even Coke zero has a little bit of sugar. Come on. Like, yes. <laughs> although they advertise it as no sugar, I'm sure there's like some weird regulation that they just went under. And we're like, okay, it's got no sugar. And the FDA was like, okay, it's fine. And then Coke was, or yeah, whoever company was like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> there's actually like 0.5% sugar or whatever. Again, yeah. I, I'm just speculating. We used to work with a guy, remember? He drank LaCroix all the time. Oh, I know who this guy is. Who yeah. Bought the, who bought the boxes all... Yep. Yep. And I'm I like... I know this guy. I'm like, dude, just drink water. <laughs> like, I don't understand. Oh, Why and then you... he never drank regular water. He just drank sparkling water. Uh, see, okay. It's going to, like, ruin your teeth or whatever. Like, just... If if you're going to pay whatever... This is it, like, fifteen ninety nine for a box of LaCroix, you could get... You could just drink, like, the office water for free. Like, you'll you'll be saving so much money. And do you know hmm. this, Jeremy? Like, it kind of like if you have diarrhea or if you're constipated or like if you have stomach issues, they say you should drink car- like a carbonated thing like Sprite or sparkling water. I yeah. don't know the, by the way, I don't know the science behind that at all, but that's what they say. I'll take that and I'll I'll, I'll put it in my pocket. I, whatever you say. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I, I can't. I don't know, man. I don't know. So... 
Man, fuck LaCroix. Anyways. Yeah, yo, for real, though. Uh, okay, well, I'm done. I'm done. I, I, I could go on, too. I just realized yeah. I have a lot to say, but I'm done. All right. All right. If you want to find us, you can go to www.downtime.live. You can click on the left-hand side where it says community. Click on that button to join our community, which is our Discord, where we talk about games. You can send us a message live within our little Discord chat room. and You can uh, talk about anything from Marvel movies to anime to Terrace House to Stardew Valley to Yakuza games. Announcements, sales, we, we list everything there. It's pretty cool. Uh, we have a small user base that's growing. So please join the good fight. I don't know what we're fighting. We're just we're just informing Find the people. dark side. No, sorry. Wait. No, I don't want to be the dark side. No. Find the good side. The dark side has the dark side has cool costumes and weapons though. I, I will say and that. And cookies, but no, don't do that. Nah, you want you want to be good guys. You want don't don't snort cocaine when you're a really famous actor in Japan and you have a deal with a video game. Don't do that. Um no. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to contact us the old-fashioned way email us at contact at downtime.live you can also click yes. on our website's form where you can fill out a little form and ask us a question leave us a comment you can leave us a comment on youtube uh podbean you can leave us a review slash comment on itunes apple music and we'll read it on the podcast any comments yes. questions we'll read it on the podcast leave us anything about our personal lives about us about video games about anything that we're playing even if it's just a hey i love watching you listening to you guys uh every day like we, we those make us feel really warm and fuzzy inside and we always like to hear those kinds of things our next gaming podcast is our hundredth podcast so um maybe we'll do something f- interesting Maybe we won't. Yeah. The truth is, maybe we won't. <laughs> I mean, last year we were all about milestones and doing all that stuff. But this year, like we said before, we're we're pretty busy with our personal lives. So it's kind of hard to do things that we want to do with the podcast. But it's a chance for Elise and I to kind of catch up, which is always yeah. nice. And also just talk about video games and stuff that we're playing and gaming news so just gonna let you guys know we're probably not gonna do anything crazy for the 100th podcast but just know that it's gonna be crazy it's it's been a long ride until this moment you know and it's pretty cool that we got to 100 but it's not even happened yet you wait (laughs) watch her like super tired (laughs) during that podcast (laughs) or like uh 100 bye (laughs) yeah exactly it's like okay we're here bye yep yep all right everyone thank you for listening to the 99th episode of downtime podcast have a good bye